Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Human Behavior Show. This episode is going to be a really fantastic one in two topics that I'm really interested in. I brand myself as a digital doctor, which means that I'm super interested in all things health and technology. And today we'll be talking about startups in realms of AI and longevity. Artificial intelligence is making strides. We've seen that, the potential of AI, machine learning models, supervised and unsupervised learning. And then in health, we've also seen the inroads in people getting interested in living longer, longevity. How can we expand our health span? So there are two really interesting topics that I'm interested in. And we'll have Jan join us today to talk more formally about both of these. So I am super excited about this. AI meets longevity, two super interesting topics. And um, we'll talk about her startup, Snow Hill Science, and her experience on Wall Street and many other companies as well. I think it'll be super interesting. We'll go deep in. So feel free to ask questions, raise your hand or call. We will get you to speak to Jan as well. Jan is one of the hosts and she hosts some amazing conversations with some amazing founders as well. So I am super interested in diving deep in this episode as um, we get started. So I'm just waiting for Jan to join and then we'll be kicking off. In the meantime, we are live on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So do subscribe and I'd love to hear feedback from everyone. So here we are with Jan. Jan, welcome to the Human Behavior Show. So happy to have you here. I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everyone and then we'll get things going. Great. Thank you so much for the kind invitation. And um, founder Vince is also here. Um, hopefully, uh, he will be able to come up to the stage and uh, 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 help us introduce the company as well. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, so I'm really happy to be here. Um, and, uh, you know, so hey, you are one of the most inspiring people that I have met, um, you know, on the other social media app. And uh, I'm really happy to be here. And, uh, you know, both myself and uh, Dr. Vince are very passionate about using artificial intelligence to really uh, uh, change and transform, you know, how people uh, be well and, uh, you know, in the pursuit of longevity as well. So really looking forward to the conversation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Jan. Thank you for the kind words. And so nice to meet Vince as well. Um, I mean, Jan, you're incredible. You host such great conversations. and I'm so glad that you're part of the human behavior community. So I've been really looking forward to kind of interviewing you and getting to know about you, about Snow Hill Science and everything else you've done as well in this, in this half an hour episode. Um, you know, I am super interested in tech. AI kind of epitomizes that. I've already talked about that. And longevity is kind of what health leads up to, how preventive medicine, how optimizing your health. We want to have the outcome of living longer and living healthier longer. So when these two kind of fields combine, it really, really gets me interested. So I'm super excited to hear about this startup and also your journey. Vince, welcome. and I'd love to hear from you as well. Maybe a bit of your background, and then we'll kick off and tell us about Snow Hill Science and how it started. 
Yeah, thanks very much, um, Soheb, and um, thanks for um, inviting me to be on here. So my name is Dr. Vince. I'm a medical doctor trained in the UK, um, just like yourself. Um, I finished my specialist training in, in um, radiology at Imperial, and then I moved to Hong Kong and been here for about the past eight years now. So I've been working in basically academia at the University of Hong Kong, and obviously that has led me to um, do some research in some medical AI in particular. And now I've kind of broadened it out um, to not just including medical imaging, but also um, basically you know, areas related to healthy aging and longevity. So um, yeah, so, so yeah, really interested in just sharing more about our journey and also um, yeah, the, the company, which is a spin-off from, from our sort of um, you know, research endeavors. And yeah, super interested to, to be here and share more. Back to you, sir. No, thanks so much. That's pretty cool. My brother's actually doing the radiology um, training program right now. <laughs> so I'll, I'll definitely let him know. And yeah, we're both in the UK, both doctors, and we're both interested in tech. So it's super cool that you've gone down this route, uh, which is kind of emerging digital health, health tech, and longevity. I see a lot of longevity startups in California. Um, I am obsessed with aging and how we can help slow that down. And we don't get taught much of that in medical school. And I'm just kind of doing my own research. And it's be super interesting to kind of learn from what you know about that. And then AI, how AI can help us solve those challenges as well. Jan, I did want to know a bit more about your background. I know you've worked on Wall Street and you've had many different roles. Can you tell us a bit about that? And then we'll dive into Snow Hill. I know. Um, thank you so much for bringing that up. And, uh, you know, uh, in fact, um, that is a question that I get asked, uh, you know, almost uh, always, you know, after people ask for my name and uh, they find out my background and they realize that I'm in longevity, they are like, why? <laughs> But um, it's um, basically, you know, this kind of um, interest in longevity started when I was very, very uh, young, actually. You know, I was um, only uh, in primary school uh, at the very, uh, yeah, only in primary school uh, when I started to think about, you know, where do people go after they pass away? Um, and really, you know, the, you know, this kind of interest intensified, um, because, uh, when I was uh, just a teenager, I lost uh, a member of our family, uh, who is extremely dear to me. Uh, she is a young mother and, uh, extremely well, always eating, you know, healthy diet and, um, you know, exercising. She's a doctor herself. Um, and, uh, you know, just doing all the right things, you know, annual checkup and all that. Um, uh, but, um, you know, uh, what we didn't know that she was actually, uh, what she also didn't know uh, was that she was actually very sick. And, uh, you know, when we realized, you know, when she also realized that she was sick, she, you know, it was actually from a collapse. And um, within days, we lost her. And um, that kind of had a really profound um, impact on me. And I just felt that, you know, if anyone was to live, uh, you know, to a hundred, it would be her and, you know, her being a doctor herself. And, you know, I was like, you know, but how about all of these checkups that she's been doing? Um, you know, what really truly determines, you know, uh, how long we live? And, you know, that kind of question always had been at the back of my mind, uh, you know, as I mourn for my family member and, uh, you know, still really miss her. So, um, and, but, you know, I, did, I really didn't really have any ways to pursue 
this. And, uh, you know, in my uh, master's degree, I uh, did uh, operational research, which, you know, afterwards, a lot of my friends are now in AI. So that's, you know, why, you know, I was, uh, you know, also interested in AI. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, how AI machine learning really um, help us to explore a lot of the areas, a lot of relationships. That's how we, because of our human mind, we are just so limited to our imagination and our logical thinking. There are just so, so many more different, uh, you know, relationships, correlations that we haven't explored. And I, you know, obviously, uh, when I uh, was in banking, I, you know, thought that, you know, once, you know, when I, you know, when I leave my Wall Street profession, you know, spend 14 years as a trader, when I leave, I was, was going to use AI to really um, try and explore, find better ways to trade, really, you know, in the fintech industry. But, um, but uh, what I felt, you know, some, you know, a higher calling than that, if you can call it that, you know, was actually to use AI and uh, really uh, transform, uh, you know, how we live and, uh, you know, also make an impact to, you know, in the longevity field. Uh, because, you know, now I kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, gotten to know um, AI a little bit more. And uh, also, you know, I, uh, you know, uh, from Wall Street, it kind of enables me to understand, you know, what kind of companies will be successful. I, you know, do hope to bring all of that, um, you know, uh, 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 the, all of those uh, of my experience and to finally get to pursue uh, this longevity field. Um, and, you know, I think, um, you know, uh, exactly how, uh, you know, we, you know, Dr. Vince and myself, you know, our vision uh, is really, or our passion is about, you know, pr provision of information. You know, I think um, when people, you know, we can say, say that, oh, a lot of people, you know, they, are beast and they, 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 they don't have the motivation to exercise and to live a healthy life. But I really feel it is also because they don't have precise information. And that is also, uh, you know, what my, you know, my family member who passed away lacked because, you know, there are just, uh, uh, you know, the information that's provided to us from annual checkups are so general. And uh, we still are in this mindset that, you know, disease is a binary thing, right? You know, we think that you either have diabetes or you don't, you have obesity, you don't. But really, so many of these diseases, if not all of them, you know, besides the genetic ones, um, it is really not a binary thing, but it is a, a you know, a, a long journey, right? You are moving as you live unhealthily, you are actually moving towards that um, moment where it will actually, you know, uh, kind of... Um, uh, change from, you know, uh, whether you're sick or not sick, but there is a long journey before that. And if we could provide uh, people with information and, you know, like uh, not just, you know, whole body, but also organ by organ, tell them exactly how well each of these organs are. And, you know, uh, Dr. Vince would talk about, you know, biological age uh, later, I'm sure, to tell people that, you know, where they are compared to their peer, um, and I think with that information, with that targeted kind of, uh, you know, uh, solutions, uh, you know, to follow, um, people will be motivated. You know, just imagine, you know, you are told that actually your liver is, you know, although you're 30 years old, but your liver is more like a 50 year old because of your lifestyle. And as you exercise, you know, with the, uh, with the wearables and with regular, uh, you know, more precise checkups and intervention, you can really see as you're exercising, you know, you're moving to 49, 48, 47. And that I feel 
you know, brings um, you know motivation and brings gamification um, into uh, you know how we currently manage our wealth. And I think with all of that, we will be able to help people to live longer and live well. And I think the other thing you know, uh, Dr. Vincent, are passionate about, and as you know, we're trying to do a, a new um, a kind of longevity for all kind of uh, videos, uh, so that people can really you know even without. Um, you know, those people without, you know, access to a more, you know, uh, you know, kind of high tech uh, way of managing their wealth, at least they will be able to get uh, good information uh, to help them, uh, you know, kind of um, uh, uh, focus on things that are, you know, currently uh, uh, latest developments in the research for them to get to know basically, basically how uh, to uh, to manage their, their wealth better. So these are the kind of things that um, we are focusing on at the, at the moment. And it is really uh, from a deep passion, um, but also it is from the, you know, the uh, expertise, uh, you know, for, uh, that we can bring on the AI side. And uh, we're really hoping to make a real impact um, and not just, you know, just not just uh, the, the ultra wealthy, you know, I guess, you know, so if you would know that there are a lot of uh, these, you know, uh, longevity related clinics, um, but they're really, uh, really uh, only catering for the uh, ultra wealthy people. But we are really hoping that we will be able to give access to, uh, you know, these longevity services and information for for all so that we can improve uh, people's health span, uh, you know, on a much larger scale so uh, you know in a nutshell sorry to keep going on uh, this is basically what we are looking uh, to achieve uh, at Snow Hill yeah and I absolutely love this concept and Dr. Vince so well done on this and I actually didn't know much about your startup Yana because obviously we met recently and I knew you were so involved with Wall Street and then I had no idea that you know your startup was way in line with what I think about what I do so I am board certified in lifestyle medicine, which is a pretty new specialty. And that means I specialize in nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress management, behavior change, preventive medicine. And when I think of longevity, I think about A, the blue zones where people do live to 100 and why do they live there to, to that age? And a lot of it, as you said, are lifestyle factors. 70% of our health span or lifespan is due to our lifestyle. So you're exactly right. And then the second part of it, why I started the Human Behavior Club, was behavior. You talked about motivation. How do we cause behavior change or incentivize people to adopt healthy behaviors? And that's why I got super interested in behavioral science, because I, I, I kind of understood the physiology part, specialized in that, but I was like, there's still a problem. How do we get humans to engage in that? And that's where behavior came in. And then thirdly, how can we give more precise advice, precision medicine, how do we work that out? And that is, you know, using technology, using wearables, using apps, using gamification, using AI, machine learning models to actually work out what the correlations are. If you exercise four hours a day compared to seven hours, what's overtraining, what nutritional diet suits us most for weight loss, for muscle mass gain, you know, how many hours of sleep do we need? How do we measure emotional stress? Um, so that is super interesting because that's exactly in the realm of what I'm interested in. So I definitely need to talk to you guys after this show to try and get involved and help you guys because I would absolutely love this startup. So yeah, and Dr. Vince, well done for doing this. I'm super excited about it already. Um, so why don't you, uh, so when did you start Snow Hill Science? I want to know the backstory now. So when did you start? When did you guys meet each other? And then essentially, what is the concept? What, is it an app? Is it, a bunch of technologies. What actually is it? 
Thank you so much. And uh, in fact, I'm learning new things about you as well. So this session is uh, very successful uh, in that regard already. Um, and, uh, you know, as you were talking about, you know, your specialty areas, um, you know, it's almost like uh, I was listening to the headlines of the videos that we have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is craziness. So, um, yeah, really, uh, you know, uh, really uh, thankful that, uh, you know, we got to meet and uh, even without knowing, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, become kind of online friends. And I, I do hope that I will be able to visit you in the UK sometime soon. And so Snow Hill Science started in 2019 um, and uh, you know I had left uh, Wall Street just a few months before um, and uh, basically it is about um, you know uh, really a shared vision that Dr. Vincent and, uh, and I had uh, for many years really um, you know maybe Dr. Vince can maybe go through uh, you know his journey and uh, you know we have known each other for 10 years and I guess you know um, uh, during that very long journey, this has always been something that we've kind of discussed and, you know, never uh, really had an opportunity to really explore in, you know, in real practical uh, terms in terms of, uh, of a company. So really in 2019, as I left Wall Street, as I was um, exploring initially some other projects, but, um, you know, um, really, as I said before, it is, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, about coming to realization that there is um, nothing uh, you know, that I could feel more passionate about. And that is why, uh, you know, Snail Hill, uh, you know, came, came about really. Um, maybe Dr. Vince can, uh, you know, talk about, uh, you know, why, you know, why he's uh, passionate about this area and uh, the, the kind of research that he has been doing, then it would probably the picture would become clearer as well. Yeah, thanks, Jan. So, so yeah, my, my sort of uh, motivation for this is really actually started from a more personal journey. So, you know, I um, was basically doing some some checkups, and I I found that I had you know a little bit of calcium in my in my coronary arteries, and you know actually that that really shook me. Well, then I went to see my my GP, and he was like, "Oh, actually, you know, I don't tend to, I tend to worry about this." So, but actually, it's it's not it's not good for someone of my age to have this, right? So first, first of all, it kind of showed me that the the existing healthcare system is is not quite set up for you know optimizing preventative medicine. And I think going back to your point, so earlier about you know, in medical school, for sure, I mean, things have changed so much in this space. Um, when I was in medical school, we, we were never taught kind of these kind of things and, and to really optimize health in this way. Um, and then that sort of got me kind of, um, you know, uh, exploring, you know, various aspects of it. And I kind of like went up and, and measured various things about myself and, you know, even doing things like DEXA scan and measuring my, my fat and all that. And, and you know, it found, I found out that basically, despite my me having a normal BMI, my, my sort of visceral fat was actually a bit high, right? And we know from the science that you know, visceral fat is, is actually bad for you and, and you have increased skin, things like metabolic syndrome and all these kind of diseases and these kind of chronic diseases. So, so actually, you know, that got me thinking, actually, we have so, so many tools that we can measure, but actually we're not using these, you know, quite as well as we should. And, you know, there must be some way to kind of incorporate all these kind of data. And, you know, when I kind of look at CT scans, I'm a radiologist and MRI scans, you know, we, we look at these fats all the time um, in the body and we, we don't, we don't think, you know, for one second about it. Um, or similarly, you know, the muscles, um, you know, around your back there's this concept about fatty infiltration you know sarcopenia where your muscles you know gets infiltrated fat and becomes weak and as you get older um you know this is one of the the aging biomarkers and again we we don't really report or do anything about those but you know i see a lot of research in ai um where we can actually you know um 
basically segment all these structures, and we can actually automatically extract all these biomarkers. So, so actually, we do have tools that is available to us to to build to extract and incorporate all this. And once you you layer sort of machine learning and AI on top of those, you know, all these different data points, and I think you can really gain sort of useful sort of insights into your health. Basically, so so that's how it all sort of started for me, and I, I think you know we 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 should be kind of optimizing our health um, in in this way. And I was really sort of glad to hear that you're um, you know really interested in this space as well. And motivation is definitely one of those key areas, and and you know that's actually one of the reasons why I'm a big fan of the Human Behavior Club as well, um, because I, I do think that's definitely one of the key things that you know you know if you think if you talk to people and you know just just step back a little bit and say you know do you want to live longer people will probably think well i don't really want to because you know when i get old i have pain i'm weak i'm you know slow and so on but actually if you tell them you know there are things you can do that when you get older um, you don't have to have pain. You can still be strong, um, and you know you can live a pretty pretty good life, even in your seventies, your eighties, you know, without any kind of you know chronic illnesses. And they'd be like, "Yeah, why not? You know, I want to live longer." Um, and then and then the question becomes of how how do you get there? And unfortunately, there's no sort of magic pill like, like we just mentioned, right? I mean, you know, you need kind of you know consistent work, and which starts early, and you know you have to compound all these incremental benefits of your your know, exercise, lifestyle, nutrition, all these things. Which are really important, but you know it's easy to to make a change. Um, I think and and just do it for a short time. But you need to do this consistently for a long time. And how do you sort of motivate people to do that? And I think that's definitely one of the areas that I think you know we're also interested in exploring. And I'm super glad to know that. So Heb, you're sort of you know very interested in this area as well. So yeah, so that's a little bit about the background of how our company came about. Thanks. <laughs> that's super interesting, and I love that backstory of how you guys have you know, combine that interest. And um, something Jan mentioned before was about that spectrum and, and you've kind of reiterated it there as well. It's so true. Until the doctor gives a reading based on normal distribution curves in a population, this is diabetes, this is obesity, right? What is that spectrum? We're on a continuum of health, right? Even if you look at mental health, states are falling into depression, anxiety. But how can we move upstream and optimize health? Why do we not think of the other side of the spectrum? And with wearables, this data we're collecting and machine learning models, we can be given prompts on what is the best action to do. And like Jan described earlier, biological age, that would motivate someone. If you can see you're getting younger, your biological age is being improved through these actions, that would reinforce that behavior, right? And humans often need a direct result for them to act right if you're doing these certain things you're like okay i won't get something that is not motivating enough right for a lot of people they don't think about that but if you're actively getting better younger performing better feeling happier these tangible outcomes you're going to be you know you're going to adopt those behaviors so i think it's really that you guys are thinking of it from a three-pronged approach using the latest technologies using things like ai which enable these capabilities for us to actually work out precisely what actions we should be taking on an individual level, taking account of our genetics, and then applying behavioral science, and then also looking at longevity. Because essentially, we look at all these, I think, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, and they're trying all sorts of things. You know, like you mentioned, these clinics, you're trying hyperbaric oxygen chambers, looking at, you know, blood transfusions, people taking metformin, uh, you know, fasting, there's so many different you know, A-B test these entrepreneurs are trying because they've achieved wealth, they've achieved fame, but they aren't happy. They want to live longer. They want to prolong, 
you know, their experience on the earth. However, how do we make that applicable to the masses? How do we prevent disease? How do we help everyone optimize? And, and that's kind of something that I've been super interested in for a while now, but there just hasn't been much scope. I work for a few companies, so I'm an advisor for a startup, which is looking at facial recognition to kind of track stress uh, and emotion. I find that super interesting. Um, then I'm part of a, a sleep startup, Crescent Health, where we're doing sleep coaching and we're looking at things like heart rate variability, which isn't discussed by doctors. And then you said med school, we don't really learn about that much, right? And then I'm also part of a few other startups looking at kind of lifestyle and how we use apps and wearables. Um, but ultimately, how can we do these habits that help us live longer, right? And I want to know from you guys, so you guys have obviously done all this research, you guys are working on, you know, Snow Hill Science, which is a very cool startup, very futuristic at the same time. What is kind of your five-year to 10-year goal? What does Snow Hill Science look like? What does it deliver to the end user or the, the consumer or the, or the population um, in, in these time periods? Maybe I'll jump in here. So, yeah, my, my, my take on it is that exactly as you said, I think we want to basically bring sort of um, you know, preventative medicine and you know, longevity health to, to more than masses. So we want to be able to scale you know, um, to the masses. And, and we, we would like to, you know, maybe five years from now, if someone's looking to sort of optimize their health and you know, um, they want to live longer, you know, we need to have you know, a scalable way for them to be able to do that, right? So they don't need to have to go to attend some expensive kind of you know, longevity kind of clinics. Um, they, they may be able to utilize some tools, you know, that they have, you know, like, you know, wearables or whatever devices, or maybe just, you know, having some simple tests that they can do that they can, you know, track their health. Um, and then, you know, like you said, just reinforces, you know, their behaviors. So, yeah, so, so I think the key is at the moment, I think there's, there's lots of, you know, people doing this, you know, in, in niches area and, and, you know, there are all these kind of claims. You can, you can do hundreds of tests, right? You can, you can actually always do more tests. Um, but it gets very expensive and becomes not very affordable for, for a lot of people. So we, we want to actually put, put that back instead of you having to go to these kind of, you know, prestige, um, you know, clinics or institutions. We want to put basically democratize health back to the individual. So they can take ownership of their own health. Um, so we're, we're, we're looking to develop tools where, you know, basically you can measure your own you know, parameters, you can track it over time, and you can, can work with that, you know, for whatever goals you're, you're, you know, you're, you're aiming for. And, and there are, you know, various pillars, you know, within the longevity space. And, you know, most of the things that you mentioned, right, so a lot of lifestyle factors like exercise, nutrition, you know, sleep, these things don't cost anything, right? So... Um, so actually, it becomes you know easy to to probably incorporate in in people's lifestyles, but it's about how we can help them to to be able to measure all these things um, you know properly accurately, and and yeah, so that that's the that's the hope and the goal I think for for the next sort of five ten years for our company. And I think, you know, thank you so much, Dr. Vince, for mentioning that. You know, I think, you know, uh, initially, obviously, we're going to uh, mostly be uh, focusing on uh, basically diagnostics and uh, also, you know, uh, leveraging on Dr. Vince's uh, background uh, in radiology. So a lot of it is to do with, uh, you know, what, you know, one needs to come to the clinic and uh, get it done. And after that, it is about um, partnering <laughs> with, um, you know, with the various uh, doctors in this field um, and, 
and uh, so that people can can uh, monitor it, uh, you know, on a continuous basis, you know. And I think you know one area that uh, we uh, also look to uh, to. Uh, get more and more involved with, uh, and I know that this is uh, some some something of your passion, <laughs> Doctor Sohev. Um, it is about Web three, and uh, you are so uh, you know such a pioneer in that space because we do feel that um, you know when you mention about futuristic. Uh, we do feel that um, you know uh, just being a Web two business is uh, is uh, not enough. Um, we want to become more and more Web three native. Um, you know, I know that there is a lot of hype with, uh, you know, with NFTs and with DAOs and, you know, with the different, uh, you know, cri- new cryptocurrencies. Um, and I know that the market is going through a very difficult time. But I kind of want to take this opportunity to highlight the fact that there are real, uh, you know, user, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, cases. And uh, f- in the future, there will, there will going to be a lot more user cases for Web3. And Web3 is not just about, you know, uh, you know, uh, a tiny picture that you can put up on your profile because you know what we're thinking is that um you know first of all in terms of a commercialization you will see actually a lot of um uh you know uh, a lot of this space will go from uh you know uh being currently not uh, non-regulated to become more and more regulated and with regulation there is actually great uh, you know framework and actually you know it actually reduces um legal costs uh, for a lot of startups you know who want to use um web3 as a way alternative way uh, of commercialization you know when we talk about you know uh, currently a lot of these startups in the longevity space you know they are catering for the ultra rich and you know i think a lot of people probably would prefer to broaden their you know their customer base but it is just because um it is um very uh, you know it, you know the current uh, pr- products are very expensive and the fundraising is expensive, but really, um, we feel that you know another way to bring uh, the longevity services that we do to the mass is to uh, basically look for alternative ways for commercialization. For example, uh, DAO. I know that um, you know. So, hey, you're very uh, much into this space. You know, uh, you know, with DAO and also you know with the NFTs, where you can build your own community who are already very uh, health conscientious and uh, you know who's got a common goal. Uh, you know, we identify with your mission. Um, you know, those are the people that um, you know you can uh, basically include uh, in your community, and that community can decide which uh, you know which uh, projects um, that uh, you know that they sh- we should be uh, focusing on, and they can also be the you know initial uh, benefits of the services uh, and the products that we develop. Uh, you know, I really think that um, you know a decentralized. Um, uh, uh, you know, a way of commercialization and also offering your products is really the future. And the other thing, uh, you know, when, when a lot of people talk about, you know, the metaverse, I don't know whether they, they, they know that, um, you know, there are great uh, ways to offer products in that space because especially in the in the health and wellness space um, like, like we're in because you know you can actually through the metaverse AR and VR which um, you know I am you know focusing more and more of our um, uh, you know because uh, you know we also want to um, fund uh, the various projects in this space with ARVR and the, and the metaverse, you can actually provide immersive experiences and you can actually provide gamification for people to do their ongoing wellness enhancements. And all of that, you know, I guess, you know, maybe not in the, you know, in the immediate future, but uh, you would uh, see uh, Snow Hill, uh, you know, getting more and more involved in, you know, maybe more for a, you know, three to 10 year plan. And I do hope that, um, 
we will be able to find more and more、uh, like-minded people in that space as well,、um, because um, really. Um, Uh, uh, I do feel that、um, there is、uh, a lot of scope for development,、uh, you know,、uh, for for wealth and longevity、uh, startups、uh, in the Web three. I really like that line of thinking, Yan, because that's the Apex Optimizers community, and it's a group of people interested in human performance, health optimization.、Um, and I got the NFT in, I think it was November or December, and it's been super useful. Uh, discounts on certain products. I mean, I signed up my personal trainer from there. Holding the NFT gave me three months of personal training via virtual app,、um, and it just gives you access to like-minded individuals, and we can on Discord discuss things. And it's it's super super useful. These engaged communities, which are happening through Web three decentralized services, through things like social tokens and NFTs. I mean, I have my social token Dogecoin, and it's just interesting how that will all play out and how you could leverage that with. Your AI and longevity startup as well, and then finally, as we come to the end of this podcast,、um, I think the future is super interesting, and it does involve AI. It involves people taking specific steps, leveraging behavioral science to live longer. And I mean, we've seen at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, already devices which kind of shows the future. I mean, I envision a future where you know you wake up by a smart alarm, you know, you go to your bathroom. And the mirror already tells you your vitals, tells you a good a report of how you slept. All that data is presented to you, and then in real time, you're getting information throughout the day that okay, if you take this action, it affects yourself negatively. If you take this one, it'll be positive. And overall, it tells you by with confidence intervals what actions you can be taking, how many calories you've been consuming, what types of food, how active you can be doing to offset other behaviors that you're partaking in. Say you want to have a meal. It tells you how much you need to work out to make up for that, or if you want to, if you're eating healthy, okay, you can go easy on this today, or you know you've had a stressful day, so sleep this much tomorrow, or you know you've worked out a lot, so you need extra amount of sleep, you know, because it's very dependent on your overall lifestyle, right? These things aren't constant and stagnant, and we need in real time adjustments for each behavior, each action that we're doing, and we need this human, you know, freedom as well. We can't be like robots and live a complete, unless you're an athlete, a complete healthy lifestyle. But if we are cognizant and smart enough, and we can't do that with just our brains, right? We need AI. We need something which can adjust in real time and tell us outcomes and make adjustments to our routine and and what behaviors we're doing with lapses that we do, right? Okay, we're meant to do this, but we did this. So now, how do we do damage control, or how can we optimize for this or that? So I think it's super exciting in the future, and I, and I I love the companies building in this space, and I love what you guys are doing. So I guess to finish off the episode, Dr. Vince, I'd love to hear about biological age for you, for the listeners. I super appreciate what that is, and and Jan and Vince, add anything you want the listeners to know、um, before we round up. Yeah, sure. So、um, yeah, so biological age is is a is a really nice concept that、um, you know someone can can measure you know how old you are,、um, you know based on actually how how old your body is. So it's not necessarily your chronological age. So you could be you know having someone who's actually younger than than their chronological age, meaning that you actually your body is is healthier. And conversely, if you are、um, you know someone who has accelerated aging, your your biological age will be older than than what、um, your chronological age is.、Um, so so this concept I think is easy for people to understand. And you know if you know so, so I think that's why it's sort of you know taking a lot of interest you know within the community and and the more kind of broader audience as well.、Um, the the question 
um, I think that people are trying to solve right now is basically, you know, how how do we measure that accurately? And and there are a lot of different sort of you know so-called aging clocks out there, which. You know, uh, one of the mo- mo- more prominent one is actually the epigenetics clocks, which is based on your sort of DNA sort of methylation. But um, but actually, there are others that are you know just based on um, you know other other features of the primes, like your blood tests, or even I, I saw a paper where they they can take a picture of your eye basically and calculate your sort of you know your your facial age, and that's a kind of proxy for your biological age. So there are many different kind of um, you know aging clocks out there, and and the key is how how do we which one is the best and, and which one, you know, or, or is there a better one that we can use that we can measure and and accurately? And I think that the, the key, the, the the way I would use or think about this is that it's, it's only kind of useful if you you know, do certain interventions and you can you know make changes to it. And you can drive it down just like what you said. You know, if you can drive down your your biological age and you know you're doing something right. Um, but at this present time, it, it's sort of a little bit difficult to know, right? So say say if you're someone who has accelerated aging. Um, you know, so so where do I target? So so what which 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 organ or which body parts am I am I sort of you know should I be focusing on or, or you know or because it's a bit difficult to do kind of everything right and so so you know I think um, you know holistically is helpful but I think we also need more sort of you know targeted areas so so you know um, for example like you know should you be targeting your sleep or your exercise or your nutrition or your weight or your you know, particularly more things like your visceral fat etc so so all these kind of things you can focus on and and I think um, it'd be super helpful. We can have something that can be more informative for you know for in, for intervention because we don't currently have a drug where it will just reverse your age and I know a lot of people, a lot of companies are working towards that but um, at this time we don't have that kind of magic pill yeah thank you great thank you for that and uh, you know I think I will take this opportunity before we finish um, to also highlight one thing because uh, you know we talked about Web three a lot and uh, obviously in Web three. Um, people don't really care about uh, you know where each other's location is, so we kind of forgotten to tell everyone that we are based in Hong Kong. <laughs> so you know, um, <laughs> <Yes>. I think <laughs> one of the um, uh, great thing about being in Hong Kong is you know first of all, uh, you know we are close to uh, you know South China. So in fact, you know Hong Kong is part of the Greater Bay Area, and there is just a, such an amazing amount of innovation happening here, and also you know a lot of uh, you know capital really um, and, a, and a huge deal of appetite to fund, uh, you know, uh, um, pioneers in, in health tech. And, you know, obviously, Hong Kong is home to maybe in silico, everyone probably knows AI powers, you know, drug discovery, and as well as, you know, uh, you know, uh, Professor Lowe's uh, unicorns, uh, you know, uh, they were all based in Hong Kong. And, we, you know, what we're trying to do uh, on the social media side is that we would love to help people get connected um, and put Hong Kong on this, uh, you know, uh, map of, uh, you know, global uh, health tech innovation and really facilitate a lot of conversations and collaborations, uh, you know, between, you know, our region and the rest of the world. So I uh, would love to meet more people, you know, from the listeners, uh, you know, of uh, Dr. So Haves um, uh, podcast and uh, you know his Human Behavior Club on Clubhouse and uh, we hope that um, we'll be able to thrive together and you know make uh, you know huge impacts you know to how people live and how well people live as well. Thanks so much, Jan. I look forward to working with the both of you. Hopefully, we can collaborate on some stuff as well. And Hong Kong definitely need to visit a very cool part of the world. And where can people follow the both of you and follow your company? Um, be super useful. The listeners can find that out. Great. Um, you know, for me, um, I am uh, spending, uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, almost all of my social media uh, 
uh, efforts on a, an app called Clubhouse, and that is where so Haven and I met, right? And he's got an amazing club called uh, Human Behavior, and I actually host these interviews that I've mentioned、um, out of Human Behavior Club because、um, it is the club that I really identify with in terms of the overall mission. So if you want to hear about the interviews of you know Dennis Lowe and、uh, also you know all the、uh, health tech uh, uh, amazing uh, health tech、uh, pioneers in our region, then go to Human Behavior Club on Clubhouse and give. Me a follow as well, Uncle House, and also we are doing our longevity for all videos on、um, on YouTube, and so you will be able to find it under Snow Hill Tech.、Um, and other than that,、um, you know, come and find us.、Uh, you know,、uh, check us out、uh, on our company website, SnowHillScience.com.、Um, and、uh, Doctor Viz,、uh, maybe you can tell、uh, people,、uh, you know, about、uh, maybe your LinkedIn and your Twitter. You know, because you're always、uh, publishing. Some amazing、uh, research also in this、uh, space, and how how can people follow you? Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, they, they、um, so I'm on Twitter as well. So、um, I think the link should be under my profile. It's、uh, Doctor Dr underscore Vince V,、um, but also I'm on LinkedIn also. So we can yeah, happy to be connected to anyone and everyone really to basically looking to kind of know more and collaborate and, and learn more about this space. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to both of you. I think it's been a super. I've enjoyed this episode after a long while. I've really been able to dive in deep into two topics I'm really passionate about, and the combination of them. And it's interesting how we look at the future of health. And even when I'm doing my startup,、um, which is kind of away from this, it's in the relationship field. I am thinking of longevity. I'm thinking of how we can leverage AI because essentially what I'm doing with my co-founder is that we're doing. Startup that looks at you know relationships and compatibility and how that affects your mental health, and using kind of machine learning models with personality to help match people, and then see if we can find compatible people because we know the longest time you spend with someone is the person you marry in most cases, right? So it shapes your behaviors, shapes your habits, and your stress levels. If you're compatible with someone, you're less likely to have stress or high stress levels, and if you're not compatible, it can lead to a lot of you know.、Um, Loneliness and also、um, stress, which then lo- leads to a lot of other chronic diseases long term. And, and there's been studies where they show happy married couples do end up living longer as well. So in a weird,、um, you know, extrapolatory way, it is linked and using you know machine learning models to look at okay, what traits might be compatible and what, what might not be. So we're trying to get very early in that journey, but super interested in everything wellness, longevity, AI. And technology. So this has been a super podcast. So thank you, Vince. Thank you, Yan. And guys, this will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So please subscribe there and follow us on Colin App. That's where you can hear these live interviews and maybe come and ask questions as well. Really appreciate this. This was a super episode, and I will catch everyone in the next Human Behavior Show. Thanks, Vince, and thanks, Yan. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you. Bye bye.